This is Jennifer. Hello, this is Jennifer. And I'm Kristen. And we are so excited to meet you all tonight and introduce you to our brainchild of a show, Call Me Crazy, all about the laws of the universe and manifesting our reality. So grab a drink and a snack and get settled in for two hours of woo-woo. I honestly believe there's a lot of power in manifesting our life experience. What you think about, you bring about. It sounds kind of crazy. I'll be real honest. The law of attraction is a law of physics. It works whether you believe it's working or know it's working in your life or not. Oftentimes, and I think that this is what happens in our world a lot, is that people, instead of focusing on what they want in their life and what is going to make them happy in their life, they focus on the lack of what they want. They focus on the fact that they don't have what they want. The law of attraction, the law of deliberate creation of law of allowing. I am that which I am, a changing thing indeed. And while I am that which I am, I am willing to allow all others to be that which they are. There is power in each of us being who we are, sharing our authentic selves. Even when we think we're going to get scrutinized, even when we think people might think we're crazy, this is where my hashtag call me crazy came from. Because I'm okay with that. This is what I live for is why I'm a broadcaster. My dreams, my passion. You're sprightly, so you have a great personality. <laughs> Somebody who has a spark is sprightly. That's the law of attraction. How can we love the world into a better place? And that sounds very woo-woo to a lot of folks. And the law of allowing is this idea that my allowing you to be who you are in no way prevents me from being who I am. And the reason that that works is because of the law of attraction. I get that there are going to be people who are like, what in the world are you talking about? <laughs> you have lost today of mine. And that's totally okay. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday night. Again, this is Jennifer Miracle Best, and I'm here with my co-host, Kristen Casey, and we are super, super hello, excited hello. about our launch show of Call Me Crazy. Um, so before we get into lots of uh, woo-woo conversation, we wanted to take a moment to thank everybody who's tuning in for tuning in live with us and ask you to take a minute, if you don't mind, to share the link on your social media and invite folks to listen in. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about the purpose of the show and our intention, and one of the things is about raising the awareness and raising our consciousness, and so we really want to share it far and wide. Um, Also, if you uh, found us on Blog Talk and you're not following our Facebook page, you can find us on Facebook at Call Me Crazy, Um, and we would love if you'd follow our page there as well so that you can get the announcements about what's going on in the upcoming shows Um, And so with that, I wanted to share, there will be an opportunity for folks to call in on future shows. Tonight, since this is our first experience with Blog Talk Radio, we're kind of finding our way (laughs) through the studio. And so um, we're going to kind of hope to just share a little bit with you and be ready for call and guests next week. So Mm -hmm. with that, um, I just wanted to give a quick introduction about what our show is about. Kristen and I have been working together for a number of years now, and we're going to share a little bit about that story in a bit. Um, But we kind of birthed this idea of a show about the law of attraction, the law of deliberate creation, the law of allowing, and how we see a connection to these things happening in our world today, like the craziness that's going on. So we're going to get into a little bit more about what each of those things are, um, for those of you who are maybe not familiar with the law of attraction. 
but we wanted to first kind of do some introduction and let people get familiar with us for those of you who I know we may have some friends and family that are chiming in and kind of may be familiar with this part, but we want to kind of give some context to the conversation that we're having. So are you ready, Kristen? I am very ready. <laughs> am, am I Alrighty. taking this away now? Um, um, I think actually, if you want, I can start. And, what's that? Oh, go ahead. Um, so just for those of you who are listening, if there's a little bit, if it sounds like we're um, kind of not in the same room, it's because we're not. I feel like it'll be easier to let you all know that. <laughs> Um, we had some feedback from our phones, and so as we are communicating, we realized we needed to be further apart. So we hope to resolve that for future shows, but um, mm-hmm. we're trying to communicate with each other from separate rooms. So I'll go ahead and kind of give a little bit of my background, Kristen, and then um, I'll have you share some of yours, and then we can kind of talk about how we cross paths. Does that sound good? Sound good. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, so... Like I said before, my name is Jennifer Miracle-Bass. I am a speaker and consultant on gender and sexuality on a mission to help heal the world of our ignorance and hate by helping people understand the intricacies of sexual and gender identity. Um, And that is a very different place than I was a few years ago when I first moved home. Um, My experiences uh, doing work in gender gender and sexuality on college campuses, Um, I was the director of an LGBT resource center um, at a university and um, that was my dream job and I'll probably talk about that um, a little bit in the context actually of the law of attraction because I feel like um, even though I was not aware of the law of attraction at the time now that I've been learning about it I have really come to understand how I manifested that in my life Um, and so for for me, it was a, a situation where I discovered my passion. I decided that was the job, that literally was the job that I wanted to have. Began my mission to get the education that I needed to be qualified for that job and had the job within, I think it was six or seven years. Um, and we're all capable of doing that through the law of attraction, which is what we're going to talk more about. Um, interestingly enough, I didn't learn about the law of attraction until I left my dream job for my dream relationship <laughs> with my husband. Um, and I moved, right? <laughs> I moved back to Michigan uh, to be with him and to start my own business. And um, that ended up being a lot more challenging than I anticipated that it would be. Um, I had set my mission, like my dream on, on getting this job of being a, a director of an LGBT resource center, and I had set out to do it, and I had done it, and I had had an amazing five years at the University of Georgia, loved that place, was surrounded by people who, you know, helped me to do the work there. It was such an amazing community. Um, and when I left there to start my business, I got really blindsided by my own insecurities about things, by fear, really. And within a a couple of months, it was actually my husband, Ethan, who introduced me to the law of attraction through the video, The Secret. So many of you have probably at least heard of The Secret. There's a book, there's a video, um, and it talks about the law of attraction. And basically, the the law of attraction is that um, things that are like one another attract each other. So Mm -hmm. um, some expressions that, you know, explain that are like, uh, what you think about, you bring about, right? 
Um, Mm -hmm. Birds of a feather flock together is one of the ones that Abraham Hicks uses, you know, that is an illustration of our understanding of the law of attraction. So it was actually through, through my husband sharing that he, he, I had been so overwhelmed with trying to start this business and feeling like I didn't know how to do it or I couldn't do it or I, you know, I was in this place of fear. And one day on his way to work, like as he was leaving the house, he, he put the video in the DVD machine, <laughs> gave me a, a notepad and said, watch this and take notes. I really left for, you know, I love you. I left for work. And that was kind of like the seed that really, you know, like opened my eyes. And from there, it's kind of been a big snowball in terms of learning more about the law of attraction. <clears throat> so um, I think from there, the next thing we did was the Billionaires Club, which Chris and I actually went to together, um, which yep. is a, a meetup that talks about the law of attraction. And that was where we were introduced to Abraham Hicks, who is featured in our intro um, that we played mm-hmm. at the beginning of the show. So with that, I'm going to kind of turn it over to Kristen and, and let you talk a little bit about what your experience with the law of attraction was and like how you discovered it and um, you know, maybe if you can think of, like, how it was happening for you even before you even knew what it was. Uh, the biggest one for me is definitely the law of attraction. I didn't realize that I had been practicing it this whole time, especially in the last six years. Um, I've been with my company for six years, about six and a half, almost six and a half now. Um, I realized today through Facebook that two years ago this week I switched positions within my company, thought it was going to be the best thing ever, uh, realized not quite much, not quite so much. Um, and then literally this, within the same week last year, switched positions again, thought it was going to be the next best thing, um, realized it has great potential, um, but not, not so much. Um, I started in Lansing, and when I started, I thought it was going to be, you know, my, my ticket out of where I, what I was doing. You know, I, at that time in my life, I was just in this, like, swirling in this pool of negativity and didn't exactly know why. And then I realize now that because of the law of attraction, the law of allowing, the law of deliberate creation, I was manifesting my own worst nightmare on my own, who I was surrounding myself with, um, you know, my coworkers, my colleagues. It was just a lot of – it was a huge festival of negativity and you know I found my ticket out and so I moved to Lansing by myself um literally all of a sudden I knew new new car because within weeks of moving there I had totaled my car in a huge car accident so literally within weeks it was a new living environment a new job and a, a new car new new co-workers new everything and I was putting out there on Facebook you know you know what you what you put out there you get back and power suggestion and like over the course of the last year every single day um I'll go onto Facebook and look at you know on this day and we'll just see how I used to live my life and I would put on there you know power suggestion and you know positive thoughts bring positive results and I believed in that and I still believe in that but I didn't I didn't know the name for it I didn't know what to call it. I, you know, I, I knew that if I did it, you know, 100%, I believed in it 100%, it, it would come true, and it did. So I don't know. I had been there for about a year and a half, and it was a political game, and 
I wasn't practicing my passion, which is radio. Um, I have this great degree in communications and put forth a lot of work and effort, um, you know, at Eastern Michigan University for four years. Um, but once again, I was doing something that wasn't in my field. And, and Jennifer, you can relate to that because you don't like doing something that's not in your field. Right. So right. Um, I just thought, you know what, I've, I've got to move back to uh, the Metro Detroit area to do something. I, 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 don't, I don't know what, but clearly being secluded in Lansing is not the answer. So I moved back and um, got a different position within the company, um, doing something completely different, working new hours, being surrounded by different people, um, and was like, all right, you know, different city, different job, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's put the law of attraction to use, even though I didn't know what it was called at that time. And then all of a sudden, maybe, I don't know, maybe like six months to a year after living there, um, my mom had a Facebook friend um, and shared a post with me that said, hey, we need an LGBTQ show on caveradiobroadcasting.com. And it literally landed in my lap. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is why I'm back here. This, here it is. Like, I, I didn't even go searching for it. All I had to do was move back. And next thing you know, everything that I had been wanting literally landed in my lap. So I was like, okay, great. Like, let's full speed ahead. I mean, literally, my somebody posted something on Facebook. My mom showed it to me. The door literally was open to me. All I had to do was put it together. And you know what's funny about that, Kristen? (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say how you said you did. All you had to do was move back. And like, it sounds like a simple thing, but it's one of those things that we'll talk about, like how the universe loves action, right? So it was like like, it was just a simple thing, but you took the action, and then it was like I just started delivering. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and it was, and it, you know, almost like I I moved back, not necessarily, I I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Like I moved back because, A, I was, I felt like I was standing still and very stagnant in my position, and I knew that if I wanted to start pursuing radio, I wasn't going to do it there because it was mm-hmm. just too small of a market. And, you know, I, I, had, I had to change my, my own path. I had to do it for myself. So Cave Radio right. landed in my lap. The door was open for me. All I had to do was take all my drive and energy and passion and, and put it to use. And right. so and the, the, this, is, this is a whole, like, crazy story. So a few weeks prior to that, prior to um, literally the C-spot landing in my lap, um, on Cave Radio, um, a, a friend of mine that I had kind of just, just briefly met through some, some friends at the time, she and I were chit-chatting in a garage, um, and we, I, we cracked some jokes back and forth, and she said something to the, like, I was talking about a radio show, and this was before Cave Radio and the T-Spot even met, you know, came Showed to up, my world. Yeah. And she's, because right. I was talking about how I, my dreams and my passion are to be on the radio. And she was like, ha-ha, Kristen. She's like, we should do a radio show together. And she, <laughs> she put it out there. And I, I didn't know mm-hmm. what that was. Like, I didn't, I didn't know the name of that. You know, I always called it just the power of suggestion. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I grew up with saying all the time. You know, all you got to do right. is, you know, that's what my mom always instilled in me. And mm-hmm. literally, literally two to three weeks, if that, the, you know, cave radio lands in my lap. 
So I call her up and I'm like, ha ha ha, jokes on you. Are you are you serious about starting a radio show? And she's like, well, yeah, why? <laughs> I said I got this great opportunity. Are you on? Excuse me, are you on board? And she's like, yeah, what's it about? And the funny thing is, I didn't even come up with the C spot. Um, a different friend at the time, I was gonna do the C word, and play off right. of the L word. Um, but everybody was, and I thought it was cool because obviously my first name and my last name both start with a C. So I thought, okay, great. And everybody was like, no, you know, that, that could have a negative connotation attached to it. So literally I was driving in the car with a friend and she was like, Hey, why don't you do the C spot? And I was like, okay, great. And so to this day, I'll wear that shirt, you know, out public, I'll wear it to work. Mm-hmm. You know, we still get likes on the Facebook page, even though we haven't been doing that show for almost a year and a half now. And a lot of people are like, what is, what is the C spot? Like, what does the C stand for? And to me, radio was very abstract. Um, you know, what you say on air can be interpreted so many different ways as a broadcaster, as a listener, um, that it has its different perspectives depending on how you listen to it, how you take it. So it's, it's a very abstract piece of art. That's how I've always thought about radio. So to me, I always told people that the C can stand for whatever they want it to stand for. However you take it, it's mm-hmm. a message for you and, and whatever, whatever you want it. You know, to, to me, it was conversation, cave radio, you know, culture, community, um, you know, my, my name, you know, it, it, was a piece right. of, it was a piece of art to me. So we, we started the C-Spot, and I was like, okay, this, this is great. Like this, I finally have some day-to-day audio that I can put together that I can send out there to radio station and you know everything was going cool whatnot and uh all of a sudden my co-host at the time comes to me and she goes uh Kristen it's 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 around you know maybe right before springtime literally probably around this time a couple years ago and she goes hey I Mm want to let you know that at the end of the summer um I'm moving to Florida you know I'm I'm Mm -hmm. got this that and the other going on in my life and I'm moving to Florida but you've got this spring and the summer to look for a co-host and I was like, okay, that's that's cool. Like, thanks for the for the notification. Okay, great. <laughs> so I started like putting the word out there to um, everybody at you know the Cave Radio family. And uh, next thing you know, within like a week, she comes to me and she goes, it, literally, it's like the around <laughs> this time, like beginning to mid March, and she goes, I'm leaving in less than six weeks. I'm oh like, no! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, so, like, an adrenaline rush, not almost, like, a scared rush, but, like, an adrenaline rush came over me, like, okay, that means that if if you're leaving, and this wasn't my doing, this was her doing, which was fine, then that means somebody new is going to fill your spot, and I, right. it, it was interesting, because it wasn't a panic feeling, it was, like, a newness feeling, like, okay, I'm about to get into, like, a new relationship, you know, a new friendship is going to be created. <laughs> I'm not quite sure who my co is going to be yet, but it's, it, it, it was an opportunity for the show to go into a different direction, which is exactly what happened. So I think I literally, so then um, the two people that were doing the show after me um, or after my co-host and I at the time, um, she 
she was starting her show, and right before she started her show, she's like, hey, I've got this friend. Um, she'd be perfect, you know, even if she were to fill in here and there. Well, before all of this, she said she had suggested you be a guest of mine. She was talking yeah. about your LGBTQ yep. background and, and the work that you did in Georgia. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, she could add some value to the show, even if she's just a guest. Like, yes, this is this is exactly who, I, who we need on the show. This is amazing, you know. And <laughs> I guess, you know, that there was the law of attraction, literally, like, literally mm-hmm. attracting us together. And next thing, you know, I'm like, well, wait. So I put it out there on Facebook, I think, and I think immediately you responded <laughs> and was like, you know, hey, let me check this out. I'm not quite sure, but, you know, let me sit on a couple of your shows and see what you guys are all about. And you did mm-hmm. that. And I think still, you, I think to this day you'll still say, hey, it's a little skeptical, like, I'm not quite sure what kind of value I can add, but I knew. I knew from reading your 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 business page at the time and your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I was just like, even if she's just the guest, it's still going to be amazing. And oh <laughs> my gosh, my mind was blown every week <laughs> that you were, you know. So next thing you know, you're a guest, and you're like, okay, you know what? This this coincides with the work that I I was doing in Joe. In Georgia, I may not be public speaking about it in front of groups of people, but I can still, this was your medium to be able to get your message across to your audience, right? Right. So that's how I felt anyways. Yeah. So, you know, I was going to say the the conversation that I remember having having that I thought was interesting that with you that helped, that attracted, that kind of like this, it was this, um, like, we both kind of had, we made a perfect partnership. And I remember, um, you know, yes. coming and visiting the show because we arranged a meeting for the two of us to have um, lunch. And, you know, Ethan came along and we talked about kind of my background and what that was about. And, you know, I asked if I could come and, you know, hear the show. And I came and sat in, on, yes. you know, one of the shows they broadcasted. And I decided that, like you said, like, you know, yeah, I think that I could do this. And for me, it was like I saw this perfect kind of um, balance of you had, like, this broadcasting background, first of all. Like, you understood Mm -hmm. all of that. You had all of this energy and this passion about doing this work. Um, And Mm -hmm. I brought brought the experience and some knowledge about, like, the broader LGBT community because I think the show prior to that was more lesbian-focused, right? And so I remember yeah. saying to you, yeah, because that's like, all I knew. And my co-host at the yeah. time was identifying as as lesbian as well. So you're right. right. You yeah. you brought the the GBTQ in, <laughs> into that. And right. LMNOP. Before, right? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Which which it's incredible how much I learned from that as well. But that's a whole other thing. But I right. do remember that when I started the C spot, I my motto was expect the unexpected because mm-hmm. I just, I lived by that motto. I mean I I was in my twenties, you know, when I started this living by myself in, in Hazel Park and, you know, was like, you know, yearning for my because I had my own message. I still have my own message mm-hmm. that I want mm-hmm. to deliver, you know, you know, whether it's LGBTQ message, whether it's the universal law message, you know, um, the, the woo-woo stuff. Um, so <laughs> I, I started that. Yeah. And then, so expect the unexpected. I just kind of rolled with that because I, then to me, that's, that's radio. You know, you, 
you have a different conversation all the time. And I love that about radio. You never knew what a caller was going to call and say. You never knew what your co-host mm-hmm. was going to say. And so I just rolled <laughs> with it. But then when you came in, you were like, okay, I get all of that, but what do you what are you really here for, Chris? I'm like, why, why did you develop an LGBTQ show? Or why did you develop your, mm-hmm. this you thought? And without a, without a hesitation, without a, you know, with as the heartbeat was flowing through me, I was just like, I want to be the one to broadcast change. Because at the time, yep. we still didn't have marriage equality. We, we were going through this yep. huge thing, of, you know, the administration and, you know, trans mm-hmm. rights. And, you, you know, it, it was, there was still a lot of uncertainty when it came to um, equality. And, mm-hmm. yeah, all these things were happening, but I never, I didn't have the outlet. There wasn't an outlet to hear them on FM radio, AM radio. I mean, maybe there was, and I just wasn't listening to the right one, but your everyday um, XM stations or SM stations that are getting all these big ratings, you know, they weren't, they weren't diving in having serious political talks around right. uh, the nature of equality. And so I, I wanted to be that. Plus, plus, I wanted to gain a little bit of background to when we do dive into XM or when I, you know, we do have our, our opportunity mm-hmm. on FM radio. This, my biggest dream was I wanted to turn FM radio on its head because every single time you listen to an FM radio station, <laughs> when they have a conversation, it's always a male-female conversation. And we mm-hmm. all know that there are so many other ways to A, identify and B, mm-hmm. identify as, as your gender and B, identify as your sexual orientation. And I wanted to mm-hmm. flip FM radio up on its head, and that's what I wanted to talk about. And I finally had um, internet radio to, to do that. And then you brought this whole other, hey, direction of, yep, like I told you what I wanted to do, and, and you told me this is how we're going to do it. Like mm-hmm. I, I had the vision, and 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 you you created it. You made it come to life, so to speak. We were you know? we were a great so, team in that regard. Yeah, yeah it was like, like we, we you, you had the vision and I had some strategy. So yes, yeah. exactly. And, and that like, was you would bring in all these guests like week in and week out, and I'm like, how how do you <laughs> how do you know these people? Like like where are you? I'm a lot older than you. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you just be like, oh 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 yeah, I I I met them. Oh oh yeah, I I met this. Oh oh, I met this person. I met this person. I sat on a panel with this person, and I'm like, oh okay okay, go on go on with your bad self then. Like, that's, that's great, you know. Like <laughs> you know, like I like I think one of my biggest things is, you know, I'll tell my my colleagues, you know, past and present that I, you know, we were doing this work on the C-spot. And I would say, you know, have you ever heard of Jason Robert Ballard or, you know, Aiden Dowling? And they'd be like, eh, I, I don't know. And I would tell them, you know, what Aiden Dowling is probably most known for. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, you know, they were, Aiden Dowling was on Ellen and Good Morning America. And then their face would light up. They, they would make the connection. And I would say, mm-hmm. but we had him on the C-spot before he ever made it to Ellen or Good Morning <laughs> America. And they were like, wow. Mm-hmm pretty impressive all right all right <laughs> you know so I think that was you know and then I would tell people hey you know we had listeners all across the country and we still get likes on the c-spot page even though we're not we're not mm. currently doing the c-spot now we're doing call me crazy you know and whatnot yeah and and which is 
which is incredible. I mean, that's, that's mind blowing right there, you know? Mm -hmm. And I would say, I tell, tell, you know, people that I come in contact with, you know, all day and all week long, uh, that, you know, it's, you know, I, I've got to be practicing my passion. That's why we decided to do, you know, call me crazy. And we had listeners all across the country. We had people calling in every week. We still get likes on the feed. So to me, and so mm-hmm. you know, to me that 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 was showing me that, especially when we didn't broadcast and we were still getting likes on the Facebook page, week in and mm-hmm. week out, day in and day out. I'm like, the universe is clearly sending me. <laughs> And sending Jennifer and I these signals of we've got to get back into this. And for a long time, right. I didn't know I didn't know what kind of what kind of show we were going to create yet. Mm-hmm. And in yeah. the past year, I think you know you've been trying to do the work, or or you know either whether it was the realm of LGBTQ work or you know mm-hmm. trying to figure out do do I do the work of LGBTQ or do I now that I, I've been studying the law of attraction and universal laws for like the last you know couple of years. Is that where my focus is? I think mm-hmm. I think you were trying to figure that out as well. And then in the last year, I took a different position at work. My hours were different. Um, you know, my my income has increased. My hours are different. I'm working with a different set of people. I'm working once again in a different city. And so I I jumped in feet first, and I have been developing um, my role. Um, in that day to day, so I think that's for why both of us took a step back. But then next thing you yeah. know, it was like the right place at the right time. The the, the mm-hmm. universe attracted us again <laughs> to do you know the call the call me crazy. So mm-hmm. you know here here we yeah. are. Well, and, and I so think, I think um, you know you make a good point that we kind of I think we raised the level of awareness with the show with the C spot mm-hmm. that we we're doing. Um, and like you said, we had a great following and we had some really loyal listeners and. Um, for those of you who maybe are people who listen to the C-Spot who are tuning in tonight, know that we are, I mean, we will probably get into some of that as the show goes on because, um, as we're going to talk about here in a little bit, that's kind of, Kristen was talking about how I've kind of been trying to figure out, like, what direction am I going? Um, you know, I left Georgia with the intention of speaking specifically about gender and sexuality, and I love speaking about that. I love educating people. Um, I love seeing the light go on for people when they start to see things in a different way that maybe they'd never thought about. Um, And so, you know, at the same time, we talked a little bit about the law of attraction when we were on the seat spot because I was just learning about it. Mm -hmm. And I talked especially about the law of allowing because the law of allowing basically, I'm paraphrasing, it's kind of my paraphrase of, it is basically that my allowing you, you to be who you are in no way prevents me from being who I am. And so mm-hmm. in, in one of the things that Abraham Hicks says is when you know you are truly an allower is when you can allow others to be who they are, even in their unallowing of you. And that, the first time I heard that, I remember this being like, whoa, like that, that's, there's something there, right? Like that's deep, like being able to, mm-hmm. you know, love people even in, if they don't necessarily show you love, right? Um, and so it really, yeah, but it really made me think about how we do the work around equality, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, even right now with the, the political climate, what it is, and immediately when this president was elected, like it was, Resist, 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 right? And one of the things that if you're familiar with the law of attraction that you know about is what you resist persists, right? And so mm-hmm. the the example that I like to use, the kind of analogy that's come to me over the past couple of months is like if 
I'm, you know, if I were to physically push you, like if we're face to face and I push you, you have no choice but to push your energy back at me, right? Like you may not push Mm -hmm. me back, but in order to prevent falling down, you have to push your energy back in my direction. And which is Mm -hmm. going to require me to do the same, right? So we're just resisting. We're pushing against each other and we're not making any progress, maybe back and forth a bit, right? And so, Mm -hmm. so I've really struggled with this you know, while of course I was just as traumatized as a lot of other people in our country when when the election went in the direction it did, I also had this feeling of uneasiness when I kept seeing, you know, resist, 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 and join the resistance because I feel like I don't know that it's going to work that way. (laughs) Like what if resistance isn't the Mm -hmm. answer? Or maybe what if resistance looks different than what we think it does, right? And so mm-hmm. it's really, so even prior to the election, when we were doing the seat spot, even we were having these conversations and I was really, really kind of rethinking like activism and, you know, equal rights and how, how do we work for equality in a way that's not fighting because what you resist persists. And so, um, so that, you know, even, you know, we've probably been talking about this like as far back as to, you know, while we were doing the seat spot. And then, you Uh know, it's kind of been, we've kind of been ruminating about it over the past couple of years. And then, like you said, you know, time, timing is divine. I believe that like things happen, Uh you know, right when they, right when they should. Um, And so, you know, I also would be remiss to, I think for you too, to not mention our friend Nikki Tobias, right? Because, you know, recently we've been talking about this for a long time and I've been working with Nikki, who is a life coach um, with Grounded Vision and, um, you know, she and I are good friends and we've been working together for a long time, but you had the opportunity to work with her through a giveaway that she did. And, you know, that really kind of galvanized you in terms of like, okay, I'm ready, you know, we should do this. And and because there were a couple of times, if you remember where I messaged you, and was like, you know, let's, let's get together and talk, let's see what mm-hmm. we can do. And, you know, you'd be busy with work and I'd be busy with something else or whatever. And we kind of saw off the radar. And then you had those, you know, a couple of sessions with Nikki and it was like, you're ready. You're like, I'm ready. I've got to do my passion. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. Let's meet. And that's really when we, you know, things started happening. Right. So, yeah. Um, well, and a lot surrounds that too, because right before that, like, at the end of the summer, September, October, I was very, very, very struggling at work. Um, and, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I felt stagnant. I almost felt so stagnant that I was moving backwards. And yet, month over month over month, I was there longer. So you would think that, like, you know, my income, you know, would, would increase. You know, currently I'm a pharmaceutical sales rep. And, you know, I've actually literally have been there a, a year this past week, and I just, mm-hmm. I was struggling, and I had a huge conversation, um, actually, with the person that trained me, and he he was like, "When did you know that you could you know soar in this position?" And I said, "I'll be honest with you," I said, "I was struggling, you know, to the end of the summer." in the fall and I, I didn't really know what direction I was going to go in. I said, but, um, in November I won, uh, four hours of coaching and a counseling session through Facebook through literally, and it was a gratitude challenge. Yes. Hey, post, yes. you know, post. So it literally was practicing, you know, uh, the, the, I don't want to say a law, but it was literally practicing, um, appreciation. And, and being yeah, grateful it was, it for, was like, the, it was every the little thing. of creation, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the okay, gratitude, yeah. I just want to stop. I want to kind of, yeah. like, yeah, I want to kind of explain that for people who aren't familiar. So the gratitude, the idea behind gratitude is it's part of the deliberate creation, um, you know, process. Oh, yeah, is that, that 
the more the more that you're grateful for, the more the universe will bring you to be grateful for. The more gratitude you show, the more that you'll have to be grateful for. So, you know, in November, oftentimes because of Thanksgiving, people will do a gratitude as they'll do something, you know, the post every day, something that they're grateful for. And that was the challenge that Nikki was doing. And I, mm-hmm. have, I can attest to, I did that this month for the month of February. I had a book it's called The Magic. It's part of the secret series. And it's all about gratitude. And every single day there was a different practice of gratitude. And, you know, I won't get into the details of all of the things that I manifested this month. But literally I was trying to create a habit of practicing gratitude every single day. And when I started to do that, when I got to about day 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, like where I was, you know, getting into, you know, two to three weeks, like I literally started to manifest things in my life that I wanted and they were little Mm -hmm. things, they were inconsequential things, but they were certainly things that I was, you know, saying, I wish I had this and then I had it, or, you know, I really want this. And then I, you know, would show up. And so that Mm -hmm. whole thing about what you're, the point you're making about you were doing a gratitude practice. And, you know, like I said, when you practice gratitude, it gives you more to be grateful for. And it, and that led to, you know, the, the well, meeting. Yeah, because, yeah, you, you had mentioned through, you know, some of our conversations, Hey, I'm starting to work with her. It's amazing. I'm learning a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that and I was mm-hmm. bound and determined to post <laughs> a, a grateful post every day. And then I even, you know, and then I saw you jump on and I saw that you were posting mm-hmm. videos, and I'm, I'm talking to myself, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, Jennifer's going to be way more determined than me, and she's posting videos. <laughs> she's going to get two to my every one. What? Right. Like, no. I can't. All I got to do, all I got to do is put it out there, and if it was meant to be, it will be. Like, if I'm, yeah. I'm no, I'm just going to, I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to attract Nikki into my world, and we're, we're going to do the dang thing. <laughs> And well, and then I let the and then I let the election <laughs> I let the election wreck me on that. So you, <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. You, you fell off. You fell off. So I'm like, okay, I great. totally fell off. And I was at work, and I think I was having a crappy day, and nothing was kind of working for me that day. And I, I found out that I won. I was, oh man, my you would have thought I was a kid on Christmas morning because my face lit up. <laughs> and once again, I thought this is my ticket. Like this woman is going to open up doors that I didn't even need, knew that needed to be opened up. And whoosh, she did. She she did. That's I mean, awesome. For the first couple of hours, it was a lot of just like coaching, but then by the last. Um, by the last hour, she really made me, you know, or, or uh, you know, pulled out of me um, the the emotions of, yeah, Kristen, this is a great career like path that you're on, but you know, deep down inside, it's not where you want to be, and it's not what you want to be doing. And I'll never forget this. Um, she taught me how to do like this this elevator thing, where. You know, if you if you start to feel like the tingles, you know, in your body, mm-hmm. you start to feel in a in a weird space. Um, to um, put your like fingers to your forehead and drive that energy down, and you know, understand what your body is feeling when you're in this. Right. Whether you're in like this great like great euphoric space or you're in like this aggravated space, and so we did a little bit of that, and I was talking about my current position and she she goes mm-hmm. what on your body hurts 
And I said, my chest hurts because my heart is not in the right place. She was like, Christian, that's it, that's it. Oh, my gosh. I was like, wow. Like, what do you mean? Like, I had never really put the two and two together, you know. And, and, then, uh-huh. and then you go and explain this to somebody else. And they're like, no, that's, that's not what that means. Like, the, my, my, the parts of my body hurt because I hurt the parts of my body. And I think that's where a little <laughs> bit of that woo-woo, you know, crazy talk comes yeah. in. Um, yeah. But, but it, it was like it all came together. It was like the synergy all came together. And by the end of that, by the end of that, by the end of that hour, you're right, I was bound to determine to, okay, Clearly, I can't just expect radio to, you know, FM radio to come knocking on my door with a silver platter <laughs> that says, great, you did the C-spot, like, let's just pick you back up again. No, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I tell my colleagues all the time, I can't expect, um, you know, to, to, to be getting, to pursue a career in this if I'm not practicing my passion. So, you know, eventually, right. you're right, we linked up again, and... You know, I I started to do some mental some mental work along with the emotional work, and ever since then, um, not to say that the days are easier at work because by gosh they're not, uh, not to say that it's any easier to make sales because by gosh they're not, and I'm I don't want to you know sit here and, and be one of those people that just say oh well if you just do this 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 and this your life is going to become perfect right. because it's right. not. Um, it's however, not I will tell you. It's not. I will tell you that I have learned the tools to, when I'm having a crappy day or I'm going through a crappy situation, I now have the tools and the mental and emotional tools to just be, to just tell myself, you know what, like, the more you put out this negative energy, the harder your day is going to become, and it happens mm-hmm. all the time. And, hey, the more positive mm-hmm. energy you, you put out, the, the more sales you're going to get, the more customers are going to come into your world. And then in the meantime, right. she was talking about the prosperity game. And mm-hmm. or, or maybe at, whether it was November, maybe it was, no, it was in the month of December. I think it was, was it right around. Like, yeah, I think it was after Yeah, that. it was right mm-hmm. before Christmas. She was right around Christmas. Um, and, or Jane, maybe it was a little after Christmas. It was in January, and mm-hmm. no, it was right. It was right before Christmas. And I just, she was talking about, hey, if you let's do it for thirty days. If you can't do it for thirty days, do it for at least two weeks. She did that. Right. Home, no, now you're at no now. Let's just yeah. do it. And the prosperity game yeah. was take a take a blank check every day. Um, write who's it's going to come from and what you're going to spend on it. So when your income increases, um or when you get, when your income increases, you, you hit on a, on a lot of ticket or the universe gives you money or, you know, the, that, that friend ends up giving you the money that they've been owing you for a year, then you mm-hmm. gain clarity mm-hmm. on what you're going to spend your money on. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, mm-hmm. I'm at no now. You know, I mean, Nikki blew my yeah. mind about this whole, like, emotional, you know, mental connection. I mean, what, what harm is it going to do to take five minutes? And right. that way, you know, when my income increases, I know exactly what I'm going to do with it. Well, Jennifer, can I, I take minutes. a second? Yeah. Can I take a second to explain a little bit about how that works? Again, just because I feel like there's yes, going to be yes. some people who are listening who totally get it, and some people are like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so the prosperity game, the idea behind the prosperity game is how it ties into the law of attraction is, again, like basically what you ask the universe for by, by, by voicing, you call into your reality things through your thoughts, your words, and your actions. 
the thoughts being first, your words being more powerful than your thoughts, and, of course, your actions being the most powerful. And so the law of attraction says that what you ask for, you get. What you think about, what you talk about, you, you bring about whether you want it or not. So like Kristen was talking about when she was focusing on, you know, if I focus on the negative at work, I'm going to continue to bring about more negative. If I focus on or talk about the positive, I'm going to bring more of the positive. So the idea is whatever you think about, whatever you talk about, whatever you ask the universe for, the universe is going to eventually bring to you. So the prosperity game, the idea behind the prosperity game is every day you get $1,000. The first day, the next day, on day two, you get $2,000. On day three, you get $3,000. It just keeps going up every single day. And the rules are that you have to spend all of the money that same day. And you have to, and it helps you, one, to, you know, broaden your vision for what you want in your life. It helps you to dream about what you would spend the money on if you had it. And in doing that, you're telling the universe, I'm going to spend $3,000 on a new computer and a sound system, whatever it is, right? And the universe says, okay, and gets to work to try to help to bring that into fruition, um, yep. And so that's the idea behind the prosperity game is that you're telling the universe, I need, you know, this is the money I want and this is what I'm going to do with it. And then my universe is like, okay, let me work, let me, get, let me work on that. So carry on. That's my woo-woo tip. Carry on. Thank, thank you. I appreciate that. I knew that you'd be able to explain that way better than I could. And because for me, like, you know, you're still skeptical about some things. I think that has dropped down a little bit, but I just thought, nah, you know what? I, I can't say anything negative about it, and I can't say that it doesn't work until I try it full force, head on, and I see what comes of it. So I did. Mm-hmm. I decided on January 1st, new year, new month. I printed up a bunch of blank checks that Nikki you know, told us to do, and she did a bunch of Facebook Live videos about it. And I started watching them because I was getting all this coaching and counseling um, a month or mm-hmm. two prior to that. And I thought, okay, let me do it. And the first couple of days, you know, yeah, it's pretty easy to spend a thousand bucks. I mean, shoot, I can spend a thousand bucks in plane tickets. I can spend a thousand bucks on mm-hmm. planning my wedding. I can spend a thousand bucks going at my savings account. I can spend, you know, a thousand bucks on my JC Penney's bill. I, you know, I can spend a thousand bucks paying the case blow off. I mean, right. I mean that's 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 a no brainer. I mean, the first ten days were were pretty easy, but then once you got mm-hmm. to like twenty grand, oh man, I was like, <laughs> what? I'm gonna ask me to sit here and break down twenty grand. So for a while yeah. there, once it once it got up to like twenty, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven thousand dollars, I was just throwing it in my savings account because yeah, with yeah, actually I can, breaking the rules. Like technically, no, that's no, breaking the rules. Yes, no, it is. Because said, here's the thing. No, Nikki said no, no, no. You, could put it, you could put it in your savings account. No. Yes, but but said, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and this is where I will respectfully um, disagree or challenge that, is okay. when you put the money into the savings account, you're going into a place of scarcity. Because if you truly believe that the universe will bring everything you need, you can spend that $27,000 because tomorrow I'm going to have $28,000. So you oh, don't need to save I get it. That, so but I, I didn't, I didn't take the time to break down and write out all the checks because at this point I, I, I had wrote a check. I it. <laughs> that, that's why that was part of it. That was part of it. It wasn't, I never threw it in my savings account because I didn't think the money was going to be there. That was never my thought process. The thought process was, I'm not going to take, you know, a half an hour after I've been on the phones all day, after I've been 
looking at numbers in two different screens all day to break down because that at that point it was I had figured out how much the the DJ was going to be and I figured out how much the dress mm-hmm. was going to be and I figured out how much the, the I figured out I figured out a lot of things because within that time frame I was doing a lot of research we we had gone to um, a bridal expo you know what I mean I was researching all of these things mm-hmm. you know I, mean? I knew that I wanted mm-hmm. to put you know 20 grand out on a house and it's you know yeah so the, the, the 30 grand the was going to go to the dream car <laughs> and all of that so I, yes. I, had, I had done a lot of that work between the first and like the 25th so yes. I had done that the whole month of January let me tell you I got money back on my taxes paying off the JC Penny bill one of them was <laughs> I paid um, the last Sprint bill that was like $88 before I went to AT&T. Um, one of them was uh, spent $150 in new shoes. I bought myself new shoes. Um, I've had extra money to put in my savings account. Um, one of them was like th- there was just so many things that I wrote checks for that I bought. Mm-hmm. With me, mm-hmm. but I didn't even have to, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I can go to the grocery store and just spend $200, $300 in groceries and not have to worry about it. My income right. did increase. My income has been increasing. But here's the yeah. interesting point. I stopped doing it for the month of February. I don't know if I didn't mm-hmm. have checks. Um, I didn't want to take the time to do it. Maybe I got mm-hmm. lazy about it. Um, I was just mm-hmm. tired of doing it. Tell me why, Jennifer. My overall monthly sales dipped a little bit month of February. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not. I mean, you could call it crazy, call it woo woo, <laughs> whatever you want. Call it because you know maybe I just didn't drive sales as hard as I was in January, but my sales did increase a little bit from January to February. But let me tell you, right. March first. I printed up all those blank checks that you um, sent out for the prosperity <laughs> game, and I started doing yeah. it come March first. <laughs> but you know, well, that's great because you'll be able coaching, to tell us how it goes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes, I definitely want to because there are still you know so many things that I just want to buy um, without with ease. And then mm-hmm. so between the coaching and counseling with Nikki, and then the prosperity game, and then you did a Facebook live about um, meditating to the golden path, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know you 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 did it. You drummed. You um, attracted an object into your world within days mm-hmm. of meditating to the golden path. And I thought to myself, Oh my gosh. This, mm-hmm. this is just all so full circle. <laughs> the synergy of this is amazing. Like I'm getting pulled into this direction. I've I've got to try this now. Like if, if Jennifer can manifest a pink rubber ball within days of of doing <laughs> two times meditating to this. Yes. And the thing was too is that I was so like I would come home at the end of the day and my body would feel so heavy. Like, my brain mm-hmm. would feel so heavy from talking all day and selling and prices mm-hmm. and my own company standing in my way. I just thought, okay, well, what what can I do to relieve some of that? Because it's that that part's not going away unless I push it away. So I started mm-hmm. I started meditating, and I and it, the the golden path talks about um, create visions, create 
um, you know, what your dream life looks like. And, and so I started, mm-hmm. I started, you know, um, okay, I'm going to pull new customers my way and I'm going to pull what I need to create sales my way. And I'm going to push mm-hmm. all the negativity out and between, and mm-hmm. the next thing you know, the month of January, I was getting customers left and right. Whether it was mm-hmm. I call them up and they just, oh, okay, we'll become a customer of yours. Uh, a coworker left, so <laughs> next thing you know, I got I got new business because a coworker left. So mm-hmm. I was doing all of this work mentally and emotionally, and I I had a name to put it to as far as the law of attraction, the law of allowing, and mm-hmm. I was allowing other people to be themselves at work, whether it was the, their negative selves, and then I would start to mm-hmm. say. Well, I'm, I'm just going to manifest sales. I'm just going to manifest customers. I'm just going to attract customers into my world. And I would have colleagues say, okay, okay Kristen, you do that. Like, and, <laughs> and you could tell. Like, it was the skepticism and, and this, that, uh-huh. and the other. But, but I was doing it, though. I, and I've been mm-hmm. doing it. I mean, I, I had one of my better days in sales today. And I, I mm-hmm. had been doing it. And, so, and then it was interesting because, uh, I got this. I had this friend on Facebook that I've been friends with for a long time, and over the course of the last couple of months, she broke up with her girlfriend. Um, you know, this has been happening, and this has been happening. It was just all all this negative stuff, like everything that you can think of. And mm-hmm. every time she gets on Facebook, she constantly is posting. I wish it was like this, and why can't it be like this, and woe is me, mm-hmm. poor me, and mm-hmm. just all, and, and that's the thing, is that I almost want to grab her and shake her and be like, <laughs> stop, because you are manifesting your own yeah. negative life experience, and you probably don't even realize that you're doing it, and I feel right. like now my my calling instead of it being like an LGBTQ elemental P calling, it's now a calling of let's spread the world, let's make the world mm-hmm. a better place through the universal laws. And this is a great mm-hmm. way to be able to do that. So finally she uh posted today about how um and, and in the meantime like within the, the within the time frame of breaking up with her long time girlfriend, she's having to like move out. It's been a year since her dad passed away. She went to the storage unit today and somebody broke into the storage unit and she and and and, and let's just say like did a dirty thing all over mm-hmm. her dad's belongings. And I, well, mm. I feel very bad for her because I wouldn't wish that on my own worst enemy. She, I finally posted because I'm like, I, I got to do something. Like, I have to say something. <laughs> I felt very compelled to say something. Um, mm-hmm. And so finally, I, I posted, you know, I, she made a comment. Like, you're a Facebook friend of mine. Like, if you're going to post stuff, then you, you're open to everybody posting whatever they want to post, as far as I'm concerned. And so I finally posted, um, I don't exactly re- remember, but I said something like, you know, you need, um, you know, you should um, let all of this anger and negativity go. You are manifesting your own your own drama, and you mm-hmm. you should meditate. That's what I said. I said you should meditate <laughs> to allow the space of letting go all of this anger and drama and negativity. Um, you, you're you're manifesting your own your own drama. You need to let it go and move on. And a mutual friend mm-hmm. of ours liked what I said. So I know mm-hmm. 
that some people, you know, I know my some of my friends get it, um, and and some of them don't, and that's okay if, if you don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, it maybe maybe you get it, but we're not on the same playing field because you use a different language yeah. than I do. Which Jennifer, you have done some yeah. great work um, teaching me that just because <laughs> I and another person don't speak the same language or use the same language, or use the same words, doesn't mean that 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 other person doesn't understand yeah. the message, yeah. doesn't understand the, the conversation. And that has helped a lot right. too. And I think we'll, we'll go, we'll dive into that too, that it's all the same thing. It doesn't yeah. really matter that's what actually, words you use or it's all the same thing. So. That's actually a really good segue into talking more mm-hmm. about, um, I want to take a few minutes at least to talk a little bit more about the law of allowing. I know I've kind of talked about what it is and also to briefly explain the law of deliberate creation and the law of allowing and talk about, you know, delve into a little bit more what I mentioned earlier about how it's reframed the work that I've done about gender and sexuality, because I think it can also reframe the work about, all kinds of difference in, you know, social justice in the world we're living in. So before you um, go into that, I didn't, before yeah. you go into that, Jennifer, we do have callers. I didn't know if you wanted me oh, to awesome. uh, click on them and yeah, see what they have to say while we were, they have you know, speaking throughout the night. You do let's it. Do it. Here. Hello, you're on with Kristen and Jennifer. What's your name and where are you from? Hey, my name is Mike. I'm calling from Florida. Hey, Hi, Mike. Mike from Florida. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to call in for a while. You. No, that's okay. I wanted to call in and tell you I've really been enjoying the show. And, you know, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying. You know, um, for a long time, I was my own worst enemy with, you know, like, I would always tell my wife, you know, like, ah, oh, this will never work out. This will never work out. Mm-hmm. It never did, you know. And she'd always mm-hmm. tell me, she'd say, you're your own worst enemy. Quiet. Mm-hmm. When you learn to just keep your mouth quiet and talk good things, <laughs> you know, and it took me forever. It took me forever to get my foot out of my mouth. And then when I did, finally, and then, you know, like once in a while things work out and I go, you know, I, and guys never want to admit it, you know, like, oh, damn, she's right, you know. <laughs> but, you know, and then, uh-huh. then you know, I, I, I finally would just say, you know, like, and it took a long time. You know, it took years. You know, my wife and I, we've been married 29 years. And so um, when I finally just would say, like, okay, in the morning, you know, like, today's going to be a good day, you know, and mm-hmm. it would be a good day, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, But before, you know, I'd go, oh, man, this day this is going to stink. And, of course, it would stink, you know. But when you start yeah. saying good things, it, you know what I mean? You notice the difference. And I was just, I just wanted to call mm-hmm. in and say, you know, like, I couldn't agree more with what you've been saying. That's awesome, Absolutely. Mike. We appreciate that. Thanks for listening. Help us spread yeah. the word, hey, too. thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. All right, You're Jennifer, welcome. Bye-bye now. Another caller. Thanks, Mike. Um, do you want okay, to another let's, caller? Yeah, let's take it real quick before we shift gears. They might not be on. I'm not quite sure. Let me close that one out. You're on with Jennifer and Kristen on uh, Call Me Crazy. Which name and where are you from? Oh, they might not be there, Jennifer. Okay. All right, cool. so go ahead, Jennifer. Well, how awesome that we have Mike Cullen. That's awesome. And it's funny because a lot of people, like, as we talk about this, it, I'm, I'm glad that he called in and acknowledged that because as we talk about the law of allowing, 
like, again, many times, even before you know about it, like you're experiencing it in your life, just like he said, like when he wakes up and says, wow, this is going to be a great day, it tends to be a great day. And when you wake, you know, wake mm-hmm. up and you have a bad morning, you wake up, you know, something bad happens right away, it can't, you kind of send, tend to spiral down. And, you know, mm-hmm. that is, that is the law of attraction happening in our lives, but we don't, you know, not everybody's aware of it. And that is the whole purpose of this show, right, is to mm-hmm. help us help people to, you know, pay attention to those things that are happening in our lives and to, you know, call our attention to the clues because the universe shows up for us. But we sometimes get so bogged down in living in this like physical experience that we're missing the gifts. We're missing the messages. And it's amazing to me when you really start to tune into that, the messages that come through. So, um, yeah. So I want to go ahead and and kind of, like I said, talk a little bit more in depth about the law of attraction, the law of deliberate creation, the law of allowing, so that if there's people listening who are not familiar with that at all, we'll have hopefully a better understanding. And for those who are tuning in because you love us and you know us and you you don't really understand the law of attraction, thank you. And if you want Mm -hmm. to kind of gain some more understanding of what we're talking about, a really great like 101 is The Secret. Um, and it's available yeah. on Netflix, which makes it really accessible. Um, it's super, you know, it's a really, it, there's a book called The Secret as well. I had a hard time reading it. Um, I, I just couldn't get into it because it's, it, it, it's much easier to watch, I think. Um, it's a quick, easy read, but I just was much more engaged in the DVD. So that's, an, that's a, a good thing to maybe kind of check out on Netflix before our next show if you want to really kind of like, you know, get accustomed to the language and kind of what we're talking about, like the concepts. So I'm going to start with the law of allowing, which is, like I said before, the idea that things that are alike are attracted to each other, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're thinking, as we've talked about a little bit, if you're thinking negative thoughts, when you think a negative thought, and maybe you've experienced this, like oftentimes I have a lot of thoughts when I'm driving or when I'm in the shower, right? (laughs) I don't know about anybody else, but I have some of the Mm -hmm. best ideas when I'm in the shower, so, you know, when you're thinking, you kind of constantly have, like, some kind of voice running, right? Like there's some, you're, you're having thoughts about whether it's what you're going to do in your day or what you did yesterday or, you know, maybe something that you're dealing with that's stressful or whatever. But you're constantly kind of, you know, at no point do you not think. <laughs> thoughts not come. Yeah. And so if you're thinking about, let's say you're focused on something that you're worried about. Right. When you worry about something, mm-hmm. oftentimes you may notice that you may be worrying about one thing, but then the next thought that comes to you is a worry about a different thing because you're in the worry mode, mm-hmm. right? So you're attracting all of these negative, worrisome thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, it works that way. With, you know, if you think about something that brings you joy, um, it often brings more memories of things that have brought you joy, right? If you're thinking about mm-hmm. maybe, like, as an example, if I'm thinking about my relationship with Ethan and I'm thinking about how we first met or how, you know, of our wedding day, like, those things lead to more happy thoughts. It's just like a, a train mm-hmm. of thought, right? So when you allow yourself to get on the negative train of thought, you go south, like, real fast. And those things pick up momentum. We, they talk about momentum. So the more you attract, the more negative thoughts you attract. And, you know, like I said before, your thoughts, it starts with your thoughts, but your thoughts become words and your words become action. And so when you turn, when you go down the negative road with your words, right, how many, how, I'm sure lots of people who are listening have had those friends where it's like, like your friend on Facebook, like the only thing they can talk about is all the stuff that's going wrong in their life. 
right? Like everything mm-hmm. is about what went wrong, like everything. And, and, and not realizing that, so not only are they attracting that negative to themselves because they're, they're, the, the words are more powerful than the thoughts. So now you're really drawing that negative experience to you. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but sometimes it can bring, like if I'm having that conversation with you, Kristen, if you're in like this negative place mm-hmm. and you're just complaining about work and how terrible it is and it's been so hard and going down that road and I'm engaging with you about it, and I'm, you know, acknowledging that negativity and I'm like, oh, yeah, that sucks and kind of really feeding into that. That mm-hmm. doesn't feel good, like, to me, right? I feel like, oh, my right. gosh, this negative, like, so much. And so those, that's the other piece about the law of attraction in our guidance system so that we know what we're attracting. Because one of the things mm-hmm. that Abraham, Abraham Hicks talks about, and Abraham Hicks is um, – Gosh, I don't know how to briefly explain who Abraham Hicks is, but Abraham Hicks is kind of a, a <laughs> non-physical being um, that t- teaches us about the law of attraction. And um, they talk about how, you know, if our thoughts attract things into our lives and we have like literally countless thoughts per second, like the, I don't even know what the, the numbers are, the number of thoughts that go through our mind in, you know, a minute. Um, you know, how mm-hmm. am I supposed to manage all my thoughts? right? Like, how do I, how do I manage my Mm -hmm. thoughts? And so they talk about the way that you manage your thoughts is that you have your emotions and your emotions are kind of like your GPS, right? And you, there are two feelings, you feel good or you feel bad. And there's lots of different variations Mm -hmm. of good and bad, right? We call bad fear, sadness, depression, you know, um, loneliness, like there's all kinds of like negative feelings, right? Um, Your good feelings are love and you know, laughter and joy and, you know, all of the things that make you happy. And certainly there's a spectrum, you know, from one to the other, but essentially every emotion is either good or bad. It's either based in fear Mm -hmm. or love. Right. And so when you're talking, yeah, you can't do both at the same time. And so if you're, and that's the idea when you're feeling bad, if I'm having a conversation with you and you're complaining about how terrible you feel and how you've been sick and you just can't get better and everything's going terrible at work and you're fighting with your fiance and, oh my gosh, everything is terrible. <laughs> I start to feel this, you know, and my emotions start to feel like, oh, right. Because I'm feeling like, oh, what do I, yes. I'm, I'm feeling your emotion because we're all energy. So yes. I'm picking up that negative energy yes. from you. If, if I feed into it and kind of say, oh, Kristen, that's, terrible oh my gosh you know and and continue to feed into it we both both of our energy kind of dwindles like we both go down on the on the emotions Mm -hmm. to the negative side and so um so it's just really important with the law of the law of attraction to always try to shift your energy to a positive direction and some people who are really having a terrible week right who are in a place when you know some people are like well how do I get out of this right like this sucks like this week is terrible, you know, nothing has gone right. Um, you know, one of the suggestions that is made, there's lots of different ways that you can shift your energy, right? Music is a great way to do it. If you love music, yep. you know, how quickly can you shift your energy when a song comes on that's like a, a really positive me- and, um, memory or, you know, just a really upbeat song? I, that's one of those things like I can't sit still when music is on. And that can easily shift your energy to a more positive place that will put you in a place to start attracting more positive thoughts and help you climb back up this like emotional ladder to the, to the positive. Um, oh, I definitely agree so, with you because 
there's so many times where like some great music's on at work and we're all just rocking it on the sales floor and then mm-hmm. you hear like this you know, 80s journey song that we've been hearing the last, you know, <laughs> for the last eight hours, five days a week, right. and we're all, we're all saying, what are we listening to right now? This is, like, I'm at the dentist waiting to get a tooth pulled right now. So, yeah, right. music's a, a great way to shift your energy. And the other thing about um, if I'm having a conversation with you and you're in a negative, negative place, and, and if I if I engage in that conversation and kind of like um, sympathize with you, like, oh, that's terrible, I am also not doing you any service because I'm mm-hmm. continuing to feed that negativity for you. So if I really want to be helpful, it's better for me to kind of change the subject and try to get more focused on a more positive thing to help bring up your energy to help you attract something more positive. Yeah, so, because then if you if you engage with me, it validates it. It, it makes the other person or it makes me feel that I'm in the yeah. right by mm-hmm. being negative. Mm-hmm. And it, it causes oh, yeah. you to stay there and to continue to focus on the negative things. So, so that's a little yeah. bit in a real nutshell about the law of attraction. The law of attraction is that, you know, things that are like each other are attracted to one another, and those things build and build and build and build and build until they manifest. Eventually, they will manifest into reality. And the important thing to remember about the law of attraction is that you attract it whether you want it or not. So it's important to focus always, always feel good, always focus on the positive, always try to find the silver lining because you want to be working in that direction. So the second law of um, the second law of the universe is this idea of the law of deliberate creation. And the idea of the law of deliberate creation is basically using the law of attraction, the idea that things that are like each other are attracted to each other to deliberately create or manifest our reality. And so here's the catch. Here's the thing is that we're all manifesting our reality, whether we know it or not. Mm -hmm. So the vast majority of people on the planet are doing what they call um, creating by default because the vast majority of us are not aware of the law of allowing or the law of attraction and how it works. And so we're literally letting our thoughts be led by what's in front of us. Right. So Mm -hmm. one of the things that I did several years ago, again, before I knew anything about the law of attraction it just, I had this feeling of like, I don't need a TV. Like, I don't even need, I don't even have time for that, right? Like, I've got just so many, mm-hmm. so many other things in my life that I want to do that feel more important. Like, I don't have time to be sitting watching hours of TV at a time. And I literally gave my TV away. I can't remember the last time I owned a TV. And mm-hmm. the reason I bring that up is because media plays such a huge role Oh gosh! in in planting the seeds, right? Because when you're watching something, you can't watch something without thinking about it. And so yep. you, then you're thinking about the negativity, the, especially right now with all of the division and, you know, the nastiness and the racism and sexism and misogyny and all of these different things that, you know, the media's job is just to like sensationalize it all, right? Like they press Mm -hmm. all of those buttons. So not only do we think Mm -hmm. about those things, but we think about them with a lot of emotion, right? Because either we agree with them and we're like, yeah, or in a lot of cases, we're upset by it. We're frustrated. We're fearful. We're angry, like all of these things. And those are 
bad emotions. Those are negative Mm -hmm. emotions. And so even though it's about politics or it's about something on the news that's not in your life, you are experiencing negative emotion, negative energy that's drawing negative things to you. And Mm -hmm. so the idea with the, the law of deliberate creation is that you want to tune out as much as you can everyone else's negativity because God knows we, we create enough of them our own, on, our, on our own, right? Enough negativity on our own. <laughs> um, so the idea is that you want to filter that out. You want to filter out, you know, the negativity and the judgment, anything that feels bad, anything that feels negative, anything, you know, if you can think about, um, you know, if you find yourself talking judgmentally about anyone, you know, mm-hmm. I would, I would call myself a progressive. I don't even know that I would necessarily say Democrat because I don't know how I feel about that, but definitely mm-hmm. liberal, definitely progressive. Right. But if I, mm-hmm. you know, talk about people who disagree with me in a way from a place of judgment and a place of anger and a place of hate, then I'm drawing more negativity to the situation. Yeah. Right. So, Mm-hmm. This leads me to the law of allowing. And the law of allowing is, like I said before, the idea is that, you know, my allowing you to be who you are in no way prevents me from being who I am. Um, That's a lot. It is a lot, especially when you add that part about, you know, you know that you're truly an allower when you can allow others to be who they are even in their unallowing of you, and to not feel negatively mm-hmm. about it. That's the key. And that mm-hmm. is like, whew, how do you do that? How, do I, how am I supposed to feel good about somebody who thinks I'm, you know, less than them, right? And the, yeah. the key becomes, and, and that's where I've gotten to with thinking about the work around gender and sexuality, only because that's my lens. That's the work that I've done. But I feel like this could work mm-hmm. around lots of different differences, whether it's religion or race or, you know, gender, whatever um, the case may be. I feel like the answer is not necessarily resistance in that we're fighting each other, but rather engaging with one another, like really sitting down and understanding the other and allowing that to be okay. One of the things that I think that people don't understand is that understanding does not have to equal agreement. And some people are so resistant to understanding because they're, I think there's this idea that if I understand you, then I have to validate you. And that's not necessarily the case. Like I, you can understand mm-hmm. me and understand why I feel the way that I feel and still disagree with me. But most yes. people I feel like are hesitant to even have that conversation. And so I really, really feel strongly that the key to getting us out of this crazy effed up situation we're in in our country <laughs> is not resistance. It's not fighting each other. It's not pointing fingers. It's not saying you're wrong or you're homophobic or you're transphobic or you're Islamophobic or you're, you know, you're evil. Like that is just not the answer because at the end of the day, uh-uh. I truly believe, and I did a video about this the day after the election. At the end of the day, I believe that the folks who voted for Trump voted for him for the same reasons that those of us who voted for Hillary or for another person voted for that, that candidate. 
And it was because they voted for Trump because they were afraid of losing whatever the rights are that they think that were going to be taken from them if the other candidates won. And we were in the same boat, right? We voted for Hillary yeah. because we were terrified of what would happen if Trump came to office, that we would lose our yep. protections. We would lose our right to be who we are. And, you know, although you know, the, the opposing sides are two very different people, right, our fears of what, of, of what we would lose were different things. At the core, at the mm-hmm. heart of the issue, I believe, was fear. And so until Mm -hmm. we can get to a place where we can understand each other and understand what that fear is about, and again, whether or not we agree about it is a whole different thing, but I think that just taking the step of being vulnerable and having a conversation where we share and, and really, truly listen to understand and not listen just to respond, Yes, that's, that's where that's where progress is going to be made because at the end of the Mm -hmm. day we are all human we are all wanting the same thing we all want to be loved we all want to be validated we all want to you know have what we need in the world and Mm -hmm. I don't know how we can't if we sit down and truly come with that intention at the table that I I don't know how we can't come to a place of understanding that Again, whether we agree with what each other wants or not, I don't know how we can't come to a place of understanding. So, so that's really like, that has been really perplexing to me in terms of looking at how do we have these conversations. And so that started to come into our conversations, you know, when we were talking specifically about LGBT work. But, um, you know, as you and I started to talk about maybe doing another show, that was really the focus was like, how can we, how can we make that you know, part of the conversation, because I think it's a key. I think it's going to make a difference um, for shifting mm-hmm. the energy in our country and for shifting the energy on the planet. Um, one person at a time, so, right? Yeah. One, we're going to raise the vibration one soul <laughs> at a time. Yes. And, you know, I think that that's part of the thing of, like, you know, call me, call me crazy, right? The, the name of the show is Call Me Crazy because, You know, I, having done a lot of work around gender and sexuality and having worked with a lot of folks who have been activists for even much longer than I have been, um, I'm certain that there are people who do that work who are going to hear me talking about this and be like, no way, (laughs) you know. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, shouldn't have to, I, I shouldn't have to wait for them to figure it out. I shouldn't have to understand their fear. Like, I'm not a threat to them, Why, you know, right? Like, there are going to be folks who are not having this lead with love thing. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't say mm-hmm. necessarily that they're not having the lead with love thing because who's opposed to love, right? But, you know, part of it is this feeling of, like, I shouldn't have to put up with that. I shouldn't have to deal with that. I shouldn't, you know, I should have a right to be who I am. And I absolutely agree we all should have a right to be who we are. And it's going to take some work on somebody's part to create some common ground and to, you know, really engage in vulnerable conversation. And, And the crazy part about it is going back to talking about the media is that the media has kind of created a situation where, we literally have no idea what the truth is. Like, no one knows oh, yeah. what, what the facts are. Like, now there's, like, alternative facts, like, this whole thing. Like, nobody knows what the truth is. So it is literally going to require us to sit down 
you know, with people who disagree with us to have vulnerable conversations and be willing to people's lived experiences for truth, right? Because Mm -hmm. if just because I don't have the experience the next person has does not mean that that is not a valid and truthful and honest experience. And that's where we're at. We're at a place where people will say, oh, that's just, that doesn't happen, right? Whether we're talking about Mm -hmm. race and white folks who dismiss things that people of color share about their experience, right? Oh, that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I've never seen that happen. Well, you're a white person. (laughs) How can you you (laughs) know if that happens? Like, it's not going to happen to you, right? Um, Mm -hmm. but, But, you know, if we can find a place where we can really sit down and see each other, we have to find our humanity. We have to be able to see each other um, in our lived experience, we are and take those in our lived experience. I, I believe we have to see each other for our authentic selves rather than mm-hmm. see each other for our differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was another caller on the line. Oh, oh fantastic! <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I was doing some uh, social media stuff. I posted the link to the secret on C Spot or C Spot on the Call Me Crazy page, um, <laughs> so you guys can go check that out. Um, and uh, Levon, uh, was, I was chatting with Levon a little bit. She had said, um, when I'm, I'm enjoying listening to the caller that called in, or somebody had posted that they love the fact that uh, Mike called in from Florida and yes, Levon had posted awesome. back. Um, she had missed that part. She was, I think she was putting her girls to bed or something, and she had missed that part. She goes, well, when, when can we, you know, listen? So I posted back, uh, listen live every Friday night from 8.30, 10.30pm. And then I finally came back. And saw that we had a caller on the line. I'm going to pick this up. Bring them in. Hello, you're on Call Me Crazy with Jennifer and Kristen. What is your name and where are you from? Hey, hey, my friends. This is the now infamous Nikki Tobias. <laughs> hey, Nikki. Nikki! And I wanted to uh, cheer you both on and thank you for sharing yourselves and all this leading-edge conversation and tell you that I'm really, really proud of you both for going there and putting yourselves out there and um, super like impressed and a little jealous that you had a caller already. That's a uh, killer. <laughs> right? and, uh, and yay, you. That's awesome. Super, super excited for all of you. And um, thank you. Just one ounce of clarity. I said that the savings account was okay for like a day or two. So that if you were on day 20 <sighs> and you wrote yourself a $20,000 check and day 21, you wrote yourself a $21,000 check then you could oh, spend $41,000. There so we go. You so you're manifesting faster. faster. Yeah. Then oh, okay, first. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know That's that. I'll have to go back and I didn't know that. I thought, hey, as long as you put it in the savings account with clear intentions that this money was going to be used, you know, in the future um, and not as, oh, my gosh, the money's not going to be there um, kind of train of thought, then that was okay. Well, and I agree with because that. You know, the thing that you all are saying, too, is about the, the feeling of it. And so if you're putting it in the savings account not out of emergency and scarcity and urgency and need, and it truly mm-hmm. is because it helps you feel confident and stable and secure, then that's the vibration that's going to lead. The, the, the piece yes. about the law of attraction, that the reason that it works when it works is when it isn't urgent. When we just think about 
man, this would be awesome if dot, dot, mm-hmm. dot. I would love mm-hmm. it if track dot, dot, dot. The minute we add to it, I need that money. I have these bills to pay. I have this need. It's yeah. urgent. Oh, no. Then really that isn't a happy feeling, just like Jennifer was talking about. That's about fear. That's about scarcity. That's about lack. That's about, like, oh, no. And that's what then log jams the money from coming to you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's the piece around having stability and confidence about it and, like, oh, yeah, it's, this is totally cool. And maybe I'm putting this money in the savings account so my kids can go to college or whatever. Like, as long as you're oh, yeah, keeping I mean, that vibration at a level that you can still attract it and that it isn't urgent and it isn't dire and it isn't scarce. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I am my savings account, and, and I, I titled it Retirement Fund. You know, it was going in my mm-hmm. savings account. There was a reason it was my retirement fund. I mean, my 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 401k is only going to take me so far. So I would put it in my savings account, and it, it literally was going to be in my savings account for my retirement fund at a later date. I mean, I can only dream up so many, you know, amazing vacations and plane tickets to here <laughs> and, you know, Melissa Etheridge <laughs> meetings here and there. I mean, I can, you know, right. two, two or three cars <laughs> here and there. So, yeah, a lot of times I would put it in my savings account and it would be what for? It would, it would be the retirement fund. You know, it would be mm-hmm. for the beach house. You know, it, right. it would be to travel the world because I hadn't, hadn't thought of the next place that I wanted to travel yet. So, right. yeah, it was definitely with what? the intention of – oh, my gosh, I'm going to run out, it was with the intention of I know it's going to be there and it's, it's going to keep mm-hmm. me safe when I'm, you know, when I'm six, you know, when I'm 80 and, you know, I can't, <laughs> you know, I might not be able to be on the radio anymore, you know. So, yeah. Well, and but I will probably you brought... take that into consideration moving forward. And, Nikki, I'm glad that you brought that up because one of the things I forgot to mention about the law of allowing, because I get so focused on it in the the context of the work that I'm wanting to do, but Mm -hmm. the other thing about the law of allowing is allowing it to come to you, right? Like, that's the key thing. Like you said, asking for it and, like, wouldn't it be great if this happened? Awesome. And then, you know, allowing it to happen. So I'm glad that you brought that up because I forget to talk about that because I get really, like, focused on. Yeah, they talked about releasing it. it. Like, you make the act. And then you release it because as soon as, like, the things we hold on tightest to are the things we yep. lose, right? There's that yes. whole phrase yep. about you love it, let it go. Like, the things mm-hmm. we white knuckle and we worry so much about losing, then the energy and the focus is on the losing, not Absolutely. on the space. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to make yeah. that, w- and then you got to trust it's going to come, and you got to let it go. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Either so way, I, I, I was trying really to get that. on my soapbox. <laughs> I was you all on and uh to say that i'm I'm so privileged to know you both and to have been uh part of both of your lives and your journeys and uh super excited to see where this show leads and maybe someday we'll all be on x m radio and that would be killer too yes, yes, yes. Awesome. thanks so much cool. nikki let team teamwork makes the dream work, so it's super that's exciting. Right. That's what I say so, <laughs> and the synergy yeah. of all of us. Uh, allowing and attracting the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Finitely yeah. greater for the three of us to be calling it in. So you guys absolutely have a great evening, and I will uh, chat with you both soon. Good luck. Have fun. Take it in, and uh, you know, <laughs> push us to think differently about the world. 
Thank you, Nikki. I love it. Yeah, thank you, Nikki. We both appreciate that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in and, you know, help us uh, spread the word with this because we are going to be changing the the way people interact with each other and raise the vibration one soul at a time. Heck yeah. Thanks for telling you. See you guys. <laughs> we, Bye. Yeah, Nikki. thank you. Bye-bye. So, Look at that. Look at that. I know. Right. Isn't it great? I know. It is. Are you going to tell me we have another call? Uh, no, actually, I, I realized okay. that the other person that's sitting here is actually you. It took me a second to figure that out, but I figured it out. It's okay. We're we're rookie. Uh, we're rookie. Yeah, we're rookie it's blog okay. talk. We're rookie blog talkers. Uh, <laughs> but we're definitely moving moving forward. But it was interesting that that Nikki had said, you know, XM Radio, because I was talking to my boss about this uh, last Friday. I came in, and he's like, I can feel it. It's going to be a great day. And I said, I know it's going to be a great day. Like, my co-host and I, we, you know, have our radio meeting. We're doing this, that, and the other. And he goes, oh, are you guys? And he mm-hmm. immediately was like, oh, are you guys going to be on XM Radio? And I said, that's <laughs> the goal with all of this. From your And I went into – From your – Yeah, you know, but it was just – it was just cool that he just automatically assumed, like, it was like, oh, well, you know, how are you going to, you know, be, be still working here? And what are you going to do? And <laughs> automatically just took it to that level without even yeah. really knowing that we did a show, we did a, you know, the feedback right. on com. you know, and I said, yeah, that's, that's the end game. That's the goal. I said, I don't want to be, mm-hmm. you know, selling pharmaceuticals forever. You know, I'm from your lips to God's ears, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, exactly. So, oh, that's great. Interesting how he automatically took it there. So, that's great. So, Kristen, I just realized that we didn't tell our fun story. That's the whole reason. If you're on the blog talk page, there's a picture of me and Kristen and Melissa Etheridge. And so, we should probably tell that story really quick before we kind of get ready to wrap up. Um, yeah, do you I want me to start that story? Too, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so a couple of years ago when Chris and I were doing the C-spot, um, we, you know, she was talking about how we were trying to bring on different guests, right? And we were trying to go higher profile, higher profile. And Melissa Etheridge was coming to Detroit, and we were like, oh, man, wouldn't it be great if we could get, maybe we could get Melissa Etheridge to, you know, come on our <laughs> show. And I got to be very honest. Because I think I was the skeptic here. I think that that was you. You oh, initially yeah. initiated that conversation. Kristen said, "Oh, maybe we can get Melissa Etheridge on." So I'm like, mm, I mean, I'm not really sure that that's. <laughs> like, I feel like we're shooting high, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, anything's possible. So, and she was coming. It is, to, she it was is. coming to Ann Arbor, and I thought, let's let's make it happen. And at, at least, if even if it didn't happen, we could have a ball trying. We could say hey, yes. we put our best foot forward, and it were at, and I didn't even realize it. We were at no now, and I said yes. let's, let's yes. put our best yes. foot forward. I mean, you brought you brought people to the show that I didn't even think <laughs> could be on the show. What's stopping right. us from bringing Melissa Etheridge on the show? And if we brought her on the show, yes. then we could do anything. Mm-hmm. So so ultimately, we didn't get her on our show. However. No. Um, Shortly after that, I saw, I don't know, I think it came across, came through my Facebook feed, something about there was some, I can't remember the name of the site now, Toonspeak I maybe, I think that's what it's called, yes, yes, um, that's where, what they, where, yep. where they had these contests that you can win tickets to see different artists, right? And so, th- so this thing came up in my feed, we, and I, again, this is a perfect example of law attraction because we've been talking about Melissa Atherton, she was coming, and we wanted to try to get her on the show. We're trying to figure out how would we get in contact with her, and then here comes this contest to win a backstage visit 
like a meet and greet with Melissa Etheridge, and this right? Was after we had and already bought tickets to the show. Yes. Yep. Too. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. So yeah, already had tickets to go to the show anyway. So I come across this in my Facebook feed, never heard of this website before. Click on it just to, you know, kind of see whatever. And I enter this contest um, to meet her. So the way that the contest works is you have to, there's pictures, there's songs, there's, you know, different videos she has on there that you have to listen to or, you know, visit or um, watch. And you got points for every time you did it. And you could only watch so many, you, know, you could only get so many points per day yourself. So at this mm-hmm. point, we're maybe a couple weeks out, I think, from the event. And, and initially, mm-hmm. I must have got in right at the beginning because I was like, mm, I don't know, number 11 out of like, you know, in, in terms of points. Like I was ranked 11 out of who had the most points at the beginning. And so I kind of casually mm-hmm. did it, not, you know, here and there. Um, and then we were literally, I think it was like three or four days before the concert that we, you and I were meeting um, for uh, the CSAT. We were getting ready for a show. We were having our weekly meeting. And I was telling you about it. And I checked it out just to see kind of like where I was at and realized that, you know, however many days had passed and I was still, it, like I was in the top 20, you know. And I thought, man, it's only a few days away. Like, I could really, you know, could do this. So the other way that you could earn points, it wasn't just yourself looking at those things, but I could share them on my social media. And if other people came to it through my link, then I got points for them going there, right? So I started doing that, and I started moving up very quickly. From, like, I moved from, like, 16 or 17 up to, like, 11, like, from the time of our meeting to, like, the next morning or something. I was like, holy crap. Like, that happened really fast, right? So we decided, like, let's try to do this. Right. Let's try to like we're gonna we're gonna meet Melissa Etheridge. So I started you know, watching the videos and sharing the things all the you know all the time. It came down to literally like the last twenty four hours 24 before hours. The, the contest closed, right? And mm-hmm. I, it got to a point where I could not get any more points myself. I'd watched everything, I'd listened to everything, I'd looked at all the pictures, I'd just, you know whatever. So at that point, it literally came down to I started posting stuff on Facebook and I kind of tagged you know, as many people that would let me tag in one post, explained what I was doing, you know, let them know, like, if you're willing to help, awesome. If you're not, totally cool, but we want to meet Melissa Etheridge, right? And so Mm -hmm. the craziest thing happened, like we were talking about with the law of attraction, how it attracts, right? It, it, like, starts to attract the things that are, like, people started watching it. They started sharing it. People were sharing it. People were sharing it that we didn't even know. Like, like my friends were sharing it with their friends Mm -hmm. who were sharing it. And... It was crazy. I think when I went to bed the night before it closed in the morning, we were in the top, I think it was at like seven or something. I was like seven. I woke up the next morning and we were in the third place. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like we could really do this. Like there's only a few more hours. And so I got on Facebook again and was like, holy cow, everybody. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm so sorry for asking more. We're so close. We're in like third place. And long story short, People, again, were sharing far and wide, and it was, it was kind of tedious, right? Like, you didn't have to actually watch the videos, but you had to let them play the whole way in order to get the points. So, I mean, I literally at one point was just going to the site, turning on the video, you know, with the sound off and just letting them play through and, while I was doing other things mm-hmm. and kind of multitasking. And so I'm sure other people were doing the same thing. But it was so awesome because, it, you know, literally in the last, like, few hours, we moved in first place, and we just kept, and I just kept posting, like, please keep sharing, please keep sharing. We're almost there because I was afraid if we stopped sharing, we'd lose the spot so I didn't you know Mm -hmm. necessarily let people know that we won until it was closed but we it was amazing and I literally had people 
who were, you know, like their friends who shared it, who were checking back with them, like, did your friends win? Did they get it? Did they win? You know? yeah. And it was the coolest <laughs> thing. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. It was the most amazing thing, but it was, I mean, we totally manifested that in terms of you planning the, planting the seed, like you put it in the universe of like, let's get her, let's see if we can interview her for our show, you know? And while it didn't come to that, it certainly, like, we were as close as you could get to that. You know, we won the tickets. We got yeah. to go backstage and meet her. We brought her a gift, you know, a gift bag with a T-shirt well, in it. She bought you know, her yep, like, the, yeah, whole, the whole thing. Signed. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. she signed mm-hmm. her T-shirt. So it was an amazing, amazing experience. And, if you know, those of you who are listening who are C-Spot listeners, you remember we told this, the story on the show, and it was hysterical. It was one of my favorite episodes of our show. Um, just because, it, you know, we all were so different in how we interacted with her, and that was really funny. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so that's the reason for the picture of us with Melissa Etheridge on the slideshow for tonight's episode. And we thought it was a really great example of the law of attraction and the law of deliberate creation, right, and just deciding, like, we're going to mm-hmm. do this. And, it, you know, aside from my initial skepticism of like, "Eh, I'm not really sure. Like when it got to winning the tickets, going back to what we were talking about with Nikki about the law of allowing, we never had a thought. Like we never went back to that. Oh, we can't do this. Right. We were just like, Oh, wouldn't this be awesome? Let's see if we can do it. Boom. And then we just expected it. Mm -hmm. Like we kept just, you know, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. And it was like that perfect formula of, you know, wanting, um, taking action and, you know, expecting it to show up. And it did. Um, and so it was just such an awesome, amazing experience. And we've got amazing photos to, you know, to show for it um, and just really great memories. It was so much fun. So we've been taking a couple calls here and there, but we didn't really expect people to call in. So we never really said, hey, here's our call-in number. I just got a text right. from my mom. And she's like, hey, do you have a number to call in? So, <laughs> yes, uh, for or Excuse me, the number to call in is 929-477-3784. We can uh, post that on the page uh, moving forward. I'm sure that will be the number always to call in, I'm assuming, anyways, as this is our first, uh, you know, rookie go-around with Blog Talk. Um, I don't think that we really had – we really expected, you know, I figured, you know, people would tune in. I mean, we had almost 100 likes in the week and a half, two weeks that we promoted it um, on the Facebook page before we got into this, um, which I thought was really, really, really cool. Um, and yeah, yeah was speaking amazing. of that, um, speaking of that tune speak, so um, Melissa around uh, maybe uh, in December, um, Melissa Etheridge did uh, a cruise where you can buy tickets, uh Stay like on this cruise line for like four, five, six days, and you would get endless concerts. Mm-hmm. And so my fiance and I, we wanted we wanted to go to that, but of course it was like you know, way, way crazy, woo-woo expensive. And um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so next thing you know, she she comes out with the tune speak again, where you can um, you can spread the word. Just like mm-hmm. kind of how we manifested in one batch backstage passes to her, uh, and then uh, in addition to that, we ended up um, giving our tickets away to two good friends of yours. So we we kind of paid it forward with that. Oh that's yeah, what we did that's with the right. Tickets. That's right. We did. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, which yep. was great. You know, putting it back out there in the universe as well. And mm-hmm. then so next thing you know, um, I find out a couple of months ago that she's now doing another cruise tour in March, which mm-hmm. would be amazing to go because it, it ends up mm-hmm. falling um, on the week of our anniversary. So that that was really cool. Nice. And you could share 
you could, I don't think it was the exact same contest, um, but you could share stuff or, or watch yeah. videos. It, it, was, it was the same one, but a little bit different, and you could mm-hmm. win tickets to it. But I think by the, the time crew. I discovered wow. it, like, it was almost closed, and I didn't have enough time because yeah. I started doing it. But I didn't have enough time, yeah. but I thought it was really cool. Like, hey, this is great, you know. But I did write some checks to pay for the cruise line, pay for the, the, the airline tickets there, pay for our drinks, so you know. So we'll, we'll, we'll see if, it, if anything comes You'll start of it. But manifesting hey, that is now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I, I read a bunch of stuff on Facebook. You know, the cruise was amazing. Her concerts were amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, she's doing it again uh, this time next year. You've got all year to pay for it pretty much. Um, and it's, it's expensive, but it would be – I don't think it would be any more expensive than if you did a, a cruise to where she's going to oh, if yeah. she wasn't yeah. on the boat. And I think yeah. it's like I'm one well, of the and, best cruise lines out there. So it would be totally well, worth and, it. Kristen, if you remember, last October, not only was it her, was it Melissa Etheridge's cruise line, but I don't know if you remember me telling you, but our girl Sonia Lee opened, it was yeah. a plate on that cruise too, because that was the one I wanted to get mm-hmm. on. So again, if you were a C-Spot listener, you remember me talking about my like, oh, my BFF, Sonia Lee, as we came to call her. <laughs> um, and Sonia Lee is an artist that I was introduced to when I lived in Georgia, and she's amazing. If you're not familiar with her music, you should look her up, too. Um, it's S-O-N-I-A-L-E-I-G-H, and she's amazing. And she, we did manifest getting her on the show, right? We, we, she, we, yes. went, we drove to Nashville to see her perform, drove down Friday yep. night, met got her. up the next morning and, yeah, met her, saw her show, got up the next morning and drove back to do our show that weekend. And then she was on the show with us. So, yeah, lots of manifesting we've done together. And so it's kind of fun to have a show now um, talking about the manifesting that uh, we're doing together and working on. So, um, oh, and, good, and good have stuff. callers call in and tell us what they've been manifesting in their lives yes. as well. So yeah. What kind of makes- call me crazy moments have you had where, you know, you yes. wake up, you've got this great energy, and next thing you know, you know, you, you land the job that you've been trying to, to land for months now. Uh, that, that happened to, to my fiance. I'm extremely proud of her. It's so amazing. You know, she's been a nurse for about a year and a half now, and she's been trying. She's been applying for the same exact position in her current, um, you know, place of employment, and they kept passing mm-hmm. her up due to like maybe experience or due to, um, you know, lack of experience or lack of seniority or whatnot. And she would see all these positions, you know, out there, um, but she would say, "I don't want to apply to them because I don't have the experience." And I just said, stop, stop cutting yourself short. I said, if I didn't apply to, if I didn't apply to radio positions because I didn't have the five years experience, I would never get myself anywhere. I said, you just mm-hmm. gotta put it out there. I said, let the interviewers see you for your passion, not for your lack of experience. And right. she finally took a little bit of my advice, and you know, <laughs> had to see through her way, which I can't blame her for that because I understand I can be the same way. <laughs> and she applied and had an interview, and it went great. And she got called back for a second interview, and they loved her. And she goes, oh, my gosh, they saw me for my passion and not for my lack of experience. And she felt so elated this past week of being mm-hmm. seen for her passion. And they already mm-hmm. value her, and she hasn't even worked there yet. And she's been telling right. everybody – hey, that 
you know, if it wasn't for Kristen telling me to get on there and apply, I probably wouldn't have done it. And I'm so excited to mm-hmm. this position. And I just kind of looked at her and I'm like, you, you know, you manifested that, right? And she's like, oh, okay, I, I guess. And she started to come around to the whole idea. So, you know, I'd mm-hmm. love for people to call and tell us what you've been manifesting. I think my mom's calling, and let's see here. Okay, Hello, good. you're on Call Me Crazy with Jennifer and Kristen. You know what? It takes, oh, nope, maybe not. I clicked on it, but then she she fell off there. So call back in, Mom. Okay. We've got another, like, 15 minutes, 16 minutes and some change here. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just interesting, you know, because I can sit there all day long and meditate and do the prostrate again mm-hmm. and have all these positive thoughts and do all this for me. But it's amazing to see, you know, when when your spouse does it or, your, you know, your partner and, you know, all, yeah. all of that. So it was just, you know, it's just like I'm sure you, you and Ethan have that, you know, where one of mm-hmm. you may be struggling or maybe one of you are, are manifesting amazing things. And you're like, this is great for myself. But then sometimes it's even better when your spouse does it. Yeah. You know, because, so. you know, because it, you know, with Ethan, Ethan gets it. I was know, just going to say that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> you know, my fiance doesn't sometimes, you know, get it. Or maybe she does, but she uses different language, so I don't realize yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's uh, 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 a prime example of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for us, it so, is yeah. absolutely that Ethan has always kind of just gotten it. Like, even before he knew it, mm-hmm. uh, you know what it was? He just right. he's just always kind of been in tune with that. And so in our household, it is almost always um, a situation where he's helping me reframe. You know, I, I have been yes. for quite a while now in a place of apprehension and fear um, and, you know, not really being sure if I can do this business on my own. And, you know, and this is really the first time that I've opened up and talked about it, like with just everybody in the world who can hear me right now. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And and there's some vulnerability to that. However, my experience, particularly in the last week or so, has, has opened my eyes to the power in doing that. And, you know, in fact, I was just recently, like just the other day, and I I still probably will do this video, but I'm ready to do my Facebook Live to just let everybody know I'm going full-on woo-woo. Like I am, like it's going to be full-on woo-woo. I'm not going to care if people think I'm crazy, you know, call call me what you want. But the experiences that I'm having, having when I really tune in and connect with the divine and connect with you know, source energy, I, it's like, people need to hear that. People need to hear about those experiences. There are going to be people who don't get it, who are going to think I'm crazy. And it goes back to the thing that I shared at the, you know, the beginning of this year. Um, I kind of had this, I've been reading this book, which is another book. This is a great book. It's not necessarily a law of attraction book, but it's an amazing book. It's called Conversations with God. And I've been reading yeah. that book. And there was a part of that book that really speaks to the idea of the law of attraction, but it doesn't use that language. And I remember writing affirmations. Like I remember thinking it really talked about the part yep. where it specifically talked about your thoughts being, you know, um, productive, your, your thoughts being creative, your words being creative and your actions being creative. And I decided I needed to start really, I'm a writer. I love to write. And so I thought I need to, you know, words are powerful. So I'm going to start writing my affirmations about who I am. And then I started specifically, I'm like, I'm going to write who I am like in my business. And I literally started to write. It was like one of those things where it just came out of your hand, right? I didn't have to think about it. It just flowed Mm -hmm. out. 
And it was this thing about how I am a being of light and love and that I came here to shine my light and that not everybody's going to be able to see my light because for some people it's going to be too bright or it's not going to be bright enough or it's going to be the wrong color. And, you know, that's okay because the people who do see my light, who can see what light, who can hear what I'm saying are going to be grateful and inspired and it's going to inspire them to shine their light in the same way that I have been inspired by others who have shined their own light. And it's like a domino mm-hmm. effect of like, I'm going to shine my light. I'm going to share what I know. I'm going to help people to see it. And then they're going to see it and they're going to be like, wow, that's amazing. And they're going to share their light and it's going to continue to, to spread. Um, but it, I, you know, like, I know that that's something that needs to be happening right now. I also know people are going to think I'm freaking crazy and that's okay. <laughs> I like that though. That, that is a drive and a challenge and, and I'm, I'm ready to go on and it's okay. Cause you know, people are, people ask me at work all the time, like, Hey, what's, what's going on with that sale? And I said, not quite ready yet I'm still manifesting it so with that being said I think my mom's back on the line is she on okay hey this yeah are you there mom I am can you hear no. me now yes I can, <laughs> can hear you now mom okay good that's I've been fooled today listen ladies uh great to listen to you again I'm so glad you're back in uh back on the airwaves um I'm looking forward to lots of Fridays I'm usually home on Friday, so I'll get to catch some shows. Uh, Looking forward to hearing how you manifest that shit, and uh, (laughs) maybe I'll learn a thing or two once in a while. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Thanks, Mom. I appreciate you listening and liking the page and commenting and the support and calling in, and how cool was it? I already had a caller from Florida, like, within the first hour. Yeah. I was like, somebody didn't even know us. It was fantastic. Sweet. I know, I know. So, yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious to know, you know, what what you're gonna manifest in your life by listening to how we manifested things in our life. Well, I'm I'm on the road already. I have I have a goal, and you all are part of it. So, yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's so. That, that's really what, that's really all you need to know for now. I know that's okay. I, that's okay. I mean, I understand that you're not quite ready to reveal everything that you're manifesting yet. I mean, you gotta let it shimmer. You know, <laughs> you just know that if you hang, just know that if you hang out, hang on to it too tight, you're not gonna be able to manifest it. Trust me, I learned that the hard way. Oh, no. Oh, no. I just <laughs> oh. hang to it too tight. It took you a long time, didn't it? No, you can't, can't, can't hang right, on well, to I it have... too tight. you got to release it. I know that much. I've learned that much from you. Uh, <laughs> no. I have to go now because I'm, I'm busy preparing for a pizza party I'm having tomorrow. I manifested that shit. So... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. I I love like it. Luck, on the green Thanks, Ma. All Appreciate right. it. Bye. Bye bye. Talk to you. Bye bye. Your mom is great. All right, Jennifer. We've got about nine minutes and forty five seconds. I don't know if you can uh if you know so how much counting. time we have left, so I thought I'd let you know. <laughs> All right, awesome. Um, well, yeah, so I mean, I guess the last thing we really kind of want to talk about, and we kind of got into it when talking about the law of allowing, I mean, the law of attraction, I, I always can, I'm always confusing those two. It's the law of attraction, the law of deliberate creation, the law of allowing, 
is, you know, we're hoping to kind of introduce people to this concept. Those of us who haven't seen it yet, or maybe have kind of seen the language, but think it's all kind of crazy. Like we want to um, create a space where we can have these conversations. And like Kristen said, you know, there'd be an opportunity for people to call in and share their call me crazy moments or, you know, because I feel like the more that we talk about this, the more conversation we have, you know, the more that people will start to recognize it in their lives, you know, um, mm -hmm. even people who might still think it's crazy right now, like the more that we talk about it and give examples of how it's manifesting, how things are happening in our lives and how the law of attraction is bringing those things that, you know, others will start to see in their own lives. Like if they, ha if they don't see how things have happened that way, you know, they'll continue to kind of see it show up in, in their lives. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of the whole idea behind this show is creating that conversation, you know, sharing, um, like, the common language and talking about the different language that you were kind of getting at, you know, about sometimes we just don't speak the same language, but we're, it's the same thing. Um, and I think we'll start mm -hmm. to get into a little bit of that next week. Um, so the plan for the, the next few shows is to really delve into each of these universal laws deep, right? So um, I think next week we're going to start with the law of attraction specifically and really talk some mm -hmm. more about that, talk about the secret, you know, talk about um, just kind of some of that in depth and would love to have, hopefully, I mean, shoot, we had people, strangers calling us that didn't even know us <laughs> tonight. So I know, hopefully, right? um, I, I thought people maybe, who are maybe you knew Mike. I thought maybe No, you knew I don't Mike. know Mike. Mike, no, the universe oh, is Mike. Awesome. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea who Mike is. Yeah, and, 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 you know, you, you introduced me to the Golden Path. You introduced me to Conversations with God. I'm also reading Conversations with God as well. Um, I haven't actually picked it up in the last uh, week or so. Actually, I was just thinking about mm -hmm. it today, and it kind of dawned on me. I said, oh, man, I, I, need to, I need to pick that up. So maybe I'll do a little bit more reading um, of yeah. that uh, this weekend. Um, but between, you know, the the – coaching and counseling sessions with Nikki Tobias and then the prosperity game and then the um, meditating with the golden path and then reading the conversations with God, it has definitely created a whole different like vibration in myself and mm -hmm. energy. And, you know, even, even, you know, my direct boss said to me today, as we were having a little one-on-one, -on -one, you know, powwow, you know, Kristen, you are one of those, you know, employees that is always positive, even though when it's really hard not to be. And I said, thank you. You know, I really appreciate mm -hmm. that. You know, I've, I've done a lot of, you know, work to try to get myself there all the time. Because as we all know, mm -hmm. you know, sales is a very, very, very competitive, you know, challenging, you know, everyday world and realm to be in. Um, but mm -hmm. I have this opportunity to, you know, increase, you know, customer savings and then increase sales for myself. And, you know, I even had a customer that called in today and was like, hey, I know you're going to be really happy. I've got a bunch of things for you. You're going to be great. You're going to be happy with my order today. And I was, and you could hear it in my voice, and all my colleagues around me could, could tell that, you know, I was bouncing off the cubicle walls as I was talking to her. And, uh, you know, I said, yeah, I said, this is a great, you know, sale for me. But at the same time, because you bought this at blah, blah, blah time, you, you know, you're able to get this price at all the time, and I'm able to save you money now. And I said, that's what pulls at my heartstrings. And always to be mm -hmm. able, being able to serve my customers. And, uh, you know, at this point, I just wish more customers gave me the opportunity to do that for them because that's ultimately what I'm here to do. And, uh, you mm -hmm. know, is, is, and try to, you know, increase their, their 
positive vibration as well because if mm-hmm. if I and once I ask them to do this and they do it, then it could just be so much easier and then it could be bing bang boom and then you know I get the sale, I save them money and you know I I, I keep that positive train moving throughout the day. So, right. but yeah, that's definitely awesome. reading. Yeah, reading the conversations with God. It once again it, it's helping me put a name to the thought process. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I can't necessarily quote. You know, there was a big piece that I recently read that spoke about you do all these things because you're trying to live up to everybody else's expectations and mm-hmm. please everybody else, and you're you're living your life um, based off of what everybody has taught you, and now their expectations of you because they have taught you all of these things, and and it's almost right. like you're living by by how they think that you should live based off of what they've taught you. And you really yeah. can't live your life like that. I mean, you, you've got well, to live in your own happiness, live in your own authentic truth. Yeah. So. And not only that, but he talks about how we live based on other people's experiences instead of our own. So it's not just that about too. like living for other yep. people's expectations, but he talks about how we live and believe like based on what other people tell us things are supposed to be like, um, like for yes. example, in that book specifically, he's talking about like your relationship with God, like what that, you know, what that should feel like, like, we have, you know, leaders of churches who tell us it's this way. It's got to be this way. It's, this is how, this is what it looks like. This is what it sounds like, you know, this. And so, you know, even when we have uh, an, an authentic connection or experience with the divine and we feel it because it doesn't feel like what we have been told it's supposed to feel like we take their words over the, over the feeling. And that, that was really powerful mm-hmm. to me um, as somebody who, Very. you know, as somebody who, was told when I, you know, first came out and had a a relationship with a woman and was told that I was not going to be loved by God, like I was going to hell. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I believed that what they told me would be the truth. And it took so many years for me to finally, out of my own desire of needing something larger to believe in, to really Mm -hmm. try to connect with the divine. And when I did connect with the divine, the, the divine, like, it was almost a situation where I called myself crazy, right? Because the, the situation, you know, the experience, seriously, the experience I had was so divine that it, it was, it's not, you know, you can't articulate it. And it was nothing. I, I didn't believe, first of all, that I was ever worthy of that kind of experience. And secondly, no one ever told me what it would feel like or that, you know, that I could actually feel the presence of divine creator. Um, so that was really, that's, that's been really powerful. So, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I feel like we could talk about that kind of stuff all night. So um, one of the things I was going to point out, because I know we're down to like three minutes and some change or maybe two and some change, is I don't mm-hmm. know if you are looking on Facebook, but we're up to 101 likes just since we've been on I the air. From, I, I think, saw that. I think saw we were at 90. Because I keep getting the dings. So that's awesome. I keep getting the dings. And oh, uh, I, I, I can hear it. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I didn't know. I probably should have turned the sound down a little bit, but then I didn't know. If uh, I'd be able to hear and whatnot, um, but yeah, um, I think I sent out uh, um, a little box came up on the page, and I was able to invite all of my friends. Oh, so I just cool. went one by one, by one by one by one by one, and invited <laughs> all of my friends. So throughout this entire last two hours, and um, yeah, I noticed that um, we're up 
to uh, at least 100 likes, if not more, which yes, was a huge goal of mine. I wanted to be able to get. I know. That's, that's amazing. I mean, you know, if people are still liking the C-Spot, and hopefully we've, you know, grabbed some listeners that were listening to us on the C-Spot. Hopefully they have uh, chimed over, and now they're listening us to listening to us on Blog Talk Radio um, live every Friday night from 830 and um, did you just hear that, Jennifer, or was that just me? That, that was you. That? I heard you sounded oh, like you cut out a little bit. Oh, yeah, they, they had chimed in and told us that we had 90 seconds, so that's interesting. Oh, You yeah, could tell this is our first that. time, but that's okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, but, it's, right. yeah, it's, well, it's pretty cool to kind of work and navigate and whatnot. And well, We're up to yeah. over 100 likes, and we're definitely going to keep the uh, vibration station. We're going to keep the train moving throughout the so I'm I'm awesome. excited. I know Jennifer is excited. Um, but we're going to wrap this up. We've got a little more than 30 seconds. So if you want to take us out, Jennifer. Yes. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. It was super exciting. Um, go on Facebook and call, find Call Me Crazy. Like our Facebook page. Check out my website. It's JenniferMiracleDesk.com. And we will see you next Friday, same time, same place, for two more hours of woo-woo. Yeah, grab a snack next Friday night. Grab a drink. Um, if you've got some call me crazy moments, call us in at uh, 929-47-3784 and tell us about your call me crazy moments. This has been Jennifer Miracle Best and Chris and Casey with you on Call Me Crazy.